Hey folks, welcome to Close the Deal, a podcast designed around you, our valued dealers. This is episode number eight. I'm Jake Watson, your moderator, SVP of marketing. And with me, I've got Rich and Nish, fellas. Now, hello to everyone who's listening. Your feedback's been fantastic. My name is Richard Texera. I am the Senior Vice President of Sales. Hey guys, uh, Nish here, EVP Revenue. The response has been fantastic. Thanks everybody for all your feedback so far. You know, it's been really, really helpful and has helped guide some of the podcast titles that we've been working through. So thank you. Thank you so, so much. As I said, this podcast is a tool for you, our value dealers. Hopefully you're finding some value from it, at least some entertainment value and, and hopefully some education and education value. We're doing it bi-weekly, just as a reminder, we've launched seven already. This is episode number eight. I can't believe we're already on episode number eight. And we have completed the Great Canadian Dealer Showdown. So we've announced the winners on the previous podcast. Congrats to Jeff, Jennifer, and Amy once mm -hmm. again. Uh, we'll have some exciting news coming out around the Great Canadian Dealer Showdown. Second half, 2022, more info to come. If you have any questions, concerns, again, the feedback's been excellent so far. But if you've got any more, please don't hesitate to share it with me, jwatson at snapfinancial.com. And with that, we're going to get into episode number eight, comparing rates. And, and we're going to talk about interest rates, bank versus consumer financing, lines of credit, et cetera. So maybe I'll just kind of open the floor. I mean, this is a, this is a hot topic at this point, right? What do you guys think? Like, what are the big differences between bank and consumer financing? So I think this is one of the, the biggest hurdles, I'll call it, right? Yeah. That, that we face when we're talking to our dealer network, right? Is, hey, my customers want to use their line of credit or they want to use their credit card. Uh, they don't need financing. They have cash, right? And what the, the biggest thing that I always point out is great. They have a line of credit. That's amazing. Why use it for a home renovation or an upgrade to the house when they can use it for something that is larger or an emergency mm -hmm. that might come up, mm -hmm. right? Keep that money get the renovation done or the approve the the improvement done using uh, one of our financing use one of our promotional programs let them keep that money because if you use it to try and get a bank to increase that line of credit like the limit it's a process guys like it is onerous i have been through a you know an equity line process with the bank and I'll be honest, I gave up once. Right. I just, there were just too many, too much paperwork, too many questions. And I was like, this makes no sense. I'm just, I, I don't have the patience for it. On our financing side, we can provide approvals within 15 minutes. Right. Up to $100,000. Right. Right. Like yeah. we're talking a big amount of money that we are giving out within a short period of time. The process is easy. Use the option that is available on the financing side than using the line of credit. So to Nisha's point uh, about the process, we recently hired a brand new rep out of Quebec who was on the banking side. And I had a great conversation with her during her onboarding process. And we were talking about that. And and she basically said everything you agree with. She was in the uh, their, their lending division. And, you know, I think for everybody, first and foremost, to understand if you're in Canada and why we talk about banks and how much profit they make and things like this. One of the things we need to know is that Canadian banks by nature are some of the most conservative oh, lending institutions. Right. Not everyone can get a loan. Yeah, in the world, right? Yeah. And and by the way, that that is 
both frustrated Canadians, but also benefited Canadians. Like, I, listen, I don't need to remind most people here who are listening, if you do remember 2008, it was actually Canada's That's stringent right. uh, lending Measures. policies yeah. Yeah. that yeah. actually prevented us from going into that proverbial bubble or gap right. or like so when, when it comes to things like that we're like hey, hooray bank of canada for leading the way and you know the various banks but then when we see these massive profits that they put out we think oh my god they're they're, they're making they're doing, so much money <laughs> but again that's based on extremely conservative principles which gets put on into their employees so she was telling me like her position was like, listen, when it, when we're about to give out money, like it is, it is a an intrusive position. Yeah, where extremely it's, and extremely intrusive. One thousand percent. It is going through that credit check. It is going through your line. It is going through every single thing. Like, what are your payments? You've missed a payment here. So you know, and again, that's not to suggest that the individuals are doing this are bad individuals. They are risk adverse, so as such, they need to follow those policies and procedures. But it is. Um, it's intense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's intense. Yeah. So there's the red tape, which is just a nightmare, right? You're, you've got all this information that you got to provide you. It's like, you know, it's like a background check, basically. It, 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 yeah. it literally and, is. And then on top of that, it's there's no wiggle room. There's no flexibility. You you work with a big bank and they're not customizing products around you. No. You know, you're, you're signing up for something that they... You're signing up for what they have. Yeah. And that's it. That's there's right. no other option. You take it or you leave it. Right. And if you leave it, they frankly do not care. Yeah. There is enough customers they have. And like to Rich's point, you can see on their annual profit statements. Right. Right. They have enough customers. They don't need, they don't need you. Yeah. Um, and that's why they don't innovate the way we correct. do. Correct. Right. And they don't need to. Yeah. Because they, they don't always have a flow of customers. Yeah. Right. Well, I think, I think one of the, one of the other points when we talk about line of credits and it's important to note is when that payment comes out of your checking account or whatever account on a monthly basis for a line of credit, people, it's only interest. Mm -hmm. You are not paying a penny principal. on that principal. Right. Whereas with the financing programs that we have, it's principal plus interest. Mm -hmm. So every month, you know, you're putting dollars towards that loan to pay it down. Right. Whereas on a line of credit, you have to be diligent enough to be Okay, I gotta pay a portion of this portion of this loan, or else you know you can keep paying interest for yeah. I don't know ten years, and it's still gonna be that balance outstanding at that at that point, right? So it's just you gotta be careful with it. I think one of the other points also is the time it takes to get a loan from a bank. For our dealers, it's critical to get paperwork completed so they can you know order the material, schedule the job. Uh, order the equipment, whatever it is, right? And get that job done in a timely fashion. And over and above that, get paid once the job is done, yep. right? So if there is a delay of whatever it is, 15 days or whatever it takes for a bank to do a line of credit, you're adding 15 days to your pipeline from a timeline perspective to get paid, right? Uh, so something to keep in mind. That's it, it, it is an important factor. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, consumers are thinking about it in the ways that we talked about off the top, right? Which is you're only paying interest. You got to jump through these hoops um, associated with red tape. The banks are not innovative. They're not focused on customer centric innovation like we are. The programs that they've developed are the programs. Well, they've been like that for years. Right. Let's be honest. Right. Like, line of credit is a line of credit is a line of credit. From a dealer perspective, those are the objection handling points, right? I think one of the other things, especially in our market today, yep. is 
you know, we, we talk about interest rates going up, right? And they have, and which means that the payments have gone up on your mortgages, right? Right. And they're trying to slow down inflation. And in certain areas of the country, the, the house prices are going down. Yeah. Okay. What this means from a line of credit perspective is when you come up for that renewal, right? Or God forbid you want to apply for a line of credit right now. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Right. Right. Because all the banks are going to do is their risk, the box has gotten tighter. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they see the market conditions. And if we are going into a recession of some sort, they're going to tighten up. Yeah. Right. Like it is going to happen. So that is where if you aren't offering that monthly payment option today, Mm -hmm. I highly recommend you do because Mm -hmm. consumers are not going to have the cash to do the work. It's almost like you'd rather have that line of credit, that balance available to you. Yeah, exactly. And, and not be like taking out of that line of credit because of those reasons. Well, what happens if there's an emergency? Yeah. Right. Like where, where are you going to go if you used up your line of credit? Yeah. I think our responsibility is to make sure from a, from a dealer perspective is just offer that monthly payment option. Mm-hmm. If the customer takes it or not, that's fine, but at least offer it. If you don't offer it, I feel that over the next little bit, as things tighten up further, I think conversion rates are going to go down. So those are all of the the uh, consumer objection handling points. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, there's the impact to the actual sale from a dealer perspective, right? Which you right. mentioned, which is like, okay, so so instead of being able to do this on the spot in like, whatever, three or four minutes, you now have to try and figure out how to get this customer to go through all of these steps to get this line of credit. And you're, frankly, you're dependent on the the homeowner to do that right. by themselves in order for them to buy from you, right? right? So it's just, I think it's an onerous process and I think it's prudent to offer the options that you have available so that you have the best chance to get the sale. That's how I see it. Yeah. And then, okay, so then we get into credit cards. Oh, <laughs> credit cards. <laughs> so I mean- I like, have one for that. Yeah, the, like I, so yes, yeah, sorry, finish your thoughts. No, I was just going to say like, I'm I'm guilty of this where like, okay, uh, points, right? Loyalty points. It's like- I Same put, here, man. Uh, yeah, like put everything on my credit card yeah. and then just, and then just like go into my bank account and pay it all off. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think everybody's like that. I no, think- I think that's we are we are the exception to the rule, uh, and I think the debt ratios in Canada probably lends towards us being the exception. Yeah, the reason why I jumped on the credit card piece, um, and this is to dealers who are out there, right? I, um, I I'm taken back to a, a, a meeting Nish and I did uh, back in uh, December. We were asked to speak at an event, and you know one of the questions that came up loosely was, well, hey, like, you know, my customers want to pay with credit card, you know, yada, yada, yada. And, and I think my, my piece on there was, listen, we know the average Canadian has limited funds. And, you know, what would appear now to be kind of a consumer confidence might be heading down. And there's dollars out there. Um, but we got to do what's good for our, our customers. And what I found always interesting is dealers saying, well, you know, I got cash or credit. Uh, you know, I don't have time or a need for financing. And what I would say is you do, you're just, and again, I say this with all due respect to everybody on listening to this is 
I think it's a position of laziness that we use credit cards. It's okay. easy just to swipe a card, don't have to worry about it. And so what happens though is we have, you know, dealers out there who are more than happy to put consumer purchases on their credit cards that are charging anywhere from 19 to I've seen 29.95% credit cards out there. <laughs> and, you know, and if you have a consumer, now Jake to your point, right? Like, you know, some people are are in good fortune where it's like, yeah, put it on my card, I've got the funds and pay it off. Yeah. You're not going to carry a debt forward. Some people aren't so fortunate. So sometimes they need to do work. Sometimes that furnace needs to be done because they have no other option because they need heat. Uh, that roof needs to be done and insurance isn't covering it or you're going to have a leak that leads to mold and you can go on and forth. Like what have you, work needs to be done. And the only access to the cash they think they have is through a credit card, which now puts them onto a, you know, again, a monthly interest rate or an interest rate of anywhere from 19 to 30%, 29%. You know, they're only going to be making minimum payments on that for God knows how long. Um, and, and so, you know, we talked about, you know, principal versus interest. Like there's a perfect example where we can put consumers into these issues. And then we wonder why debt loads are going up because we just said, Hey, put it on a card where you're paying interest rates that you can't support. And so that's always been my issue with, with a credit card, right? I, you know, you know, I think also for credit card, I think from a, from a dealer or the sales rep that's in the house, I, I don't know if they approach it this way, but the way I would approach it with a with a homeowner that says I'm going to put it on a credit card is okay listen great you want the points great but one question are you planning on paying it off in 30 days if they say yes go ahead mm -hmm. no problem mm -hmm. great get your point if they say maybe or no you should be giving them the financing option because the interest rates on the on the loans are lower once again you pay principal and interest if they want a deferral we have three month deferrals at a 0% dealer fee, right? Mm -hmm. That's the promo we run throughout the year. Use these tools to try and help the customer, yeah. right? Because the other part is to your point, Rich, like they use their credit card. Let's say it's a 30, 40, $50,000 limit or whatever, and they use it up. Well, what happens when their car breaks down or they have to buy, do an emergency purchase or whatever it is that they need to use the cash for? Now they don't have the cash, whereas here, they have the loan, they don't need to worry about it from a home improvement or whatever work they're doing. They still have their credit card where they can continue using it for certain needs. Groceries, gas, like let's talk about gas, right? Two bucks a liter plus, it's expensive. Like what happens if they use up all their limit and they don't have the cash available? I think it's prudent to offer the option. Not everyone's gonna take it, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. You know, the three of us understand that. Mm -hmm. But if you don't offer it, I think it's a disservice to the to the homeowner. I mean, worst case scenario, it's just incremental credit that you have access to. Correct. Right? So like, you know, either you're offsetting your credit card or you pay down your line of credit, or you put it towards your mortgage, whatever you Whatever know, like, you do. Yeah. 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 I used to do sales back in the day. That's what he um, says. But my whole setup used to be right off the bat is, you know, they, they teach you in sales, right? Like you set up the conversation, you give them a kind of an agenda. Like, here's what I'm going to do for the next 45 minutes, right? And one of the things I would always say is like, when it comes to the price point, I'm gonna give you a cash price and I'm gonna give you a monthly payment. That's it. Yeah. Now it's easy. You've already told them they're getting it, right? What's the worst thing and say, I don't need the monthly? No one ever says right up front before you doing your assessment and talking about yeah. the product and all that I don't want a monthly payment. Yeah. Like stop right there, yeah, yeah, just give me never, the cash price. It just yeah. never happens. Yeah. Just yeah. say it, just tell them. Here's my process, this is what I'm gonna do. And you just go over it at the time of going over pricing, 
here you go, cash price, whatever, 20 grand. Monthly payment, 150 bucks a month. Do you have any questions? I can answer that there's a few features on the monthly payment side. It comes with a three month, no interest, no payment. Like that's how you need to do it. And this is how, you know, coming back to the line of credit with the credit card is you have given them the option. And if they still choose to go down that path, they can. But I guarantee you, your closing ratio and your average ticket will go up if you put that monthly payment on there and it will help the consumer because they won't use that line of credit or the credit card room up for a purchase. Like and this. and I will I will add to that, as I always do, that <laughs> going into the kind of uncertain times that a lot of people are feeling now where, you know, banks are going to become a lot more conservative. It's already it. happening. Uh, listen, never in the history of credit cards have I ever heard someone say, hey, um, I really regret getting uh, financing for a product that I needed versus I had a credit card where I just blew a bunch of money. Credit cards actually lead to more reckless spending. I think one other thing that like one more point on credit card um, is from a dealer perspective, right? We have our three month, no interest, no payment plan at a 0% dealer fee. Okay. Let's be honest. Every single credit card costs the dealer. Be yep. it a point and a quarter, 2%, 3%, like whatever the it is, MDR is, right? Yeah. You use an Amex, it could be three and a half percent. I don't know what the fees are now anymore, but you are actually paying that out of your pocket every single transaction no matter what happens there is no free you know dealer fee program from a credit card company let's be honest they just don't do it if you offer the three month no interest no payment or even just the straight financing doesn't cost you a penny it's like getting cash and it, i think it's an important point because i think maybe it gets lost in everything that happens throughout the day and everything but the credit card fees add up, but you still pay it every month, right? Mm -hmm. It still happens. I'm not saying don't take credit card. All I'm saying is use all the options you have to try and reduce that cost for your business. Yep. So yeah. I think I think we should just, uh, I think Jake's looking at us saying, guys, like you, you, it's, it's too long, this, this podcast. So I'm just gonna quickly recap, right? So lines of credit, you know, a few things. Really difficult process when it comes to getting approved or getting an extension on your line of credit. Uh, paperwork is onerous. I mentioned it before I went through it and I kind of gave up the first time. Um, you use up your line of credit, it's gone, right? You're not getting it back. It is an only an interest only payment on a line of credit. Um, those are kind of the line of credit comments. And then from a credit card perspective, it's easy for a consumer to use their credit card points and all of that great stuff. But the big thing is interest rates right? 19.95 to 29.95, maybe higher, but that's kind of the range usually. Credit card fees for you as a dealer, which you pay every month, use the options that are available from a financing standpoint. One, they don't cost you as a dealer. There are programs that don't cost you anything. Uh, up to you if you wanted to use some of the other promotional programs, but the core programs don't cost you anything. And from a consumer standpoint, one gives them a lower monthly payment. You're paying principal and interest and uh, you're helping them from a perspective of not using up those funds from a line of credit or a credit card, which they can use for anything else or any emergency that could come up. Fellas, 
This was a good one. I really appreciate it. And no, I, I honestly, I love where this went. We went down a bunch of different angles. And I think uh, at the end of the day, uh, we covered a lot of ground. So thank you both so much. If you haven't heard about the All-Star Alliance program, speak with your BDM or send me an email at jwatson at snapfinancial.com. This is an awesome program designed around you, our value dealers. The goal is to generate hot, hot leads for you and help you drive record-breaking growth. If you have, again, any questions about today's episode, you know, if you've got some feedback, if you've got some ideas for uh, some future episodes, jwatson at snapfinancial.com. Please don't hesitate. Also, if you've got any marketing questions, you know, we're here to help. This has been awesome. I really appreciate your time. Uh, and uh, fellas, thank you guys so much. This has been a pleasure. Thanks. Thank you. Yee-hoo.